There is a lot to talk about, guys. The price of Bitcoin has dropped. Now we're seeing technical analysis. People say that the price may go down further. Then we're seeing the on-chain analysts, which I'm going to cover all this in this video. They're telling us that the price is going to go higher, that we're going to see a nice rebound to all-time highs. So let me dive to the computer. I'm going to show you exactly what I want to talk about today. Story about Michael Saylor saying that China doesn't matter. A quick story saying that institutions bought the China FUD. Then taking a look at Jerome Powell saying that a spike in inflation is lasting longer than expected. No crap. Then I'm going to read to you the crypto market update from the Crypto Vigilante. Then taking a look at exactly why the price of Bitcoin dipped. And this is exactly why. It's related to the stock market. So Nasdaq tanks 2.8%. Then taking a look at two tweets. The first one talking about how the price of Bitcoin basically went sideways for almost a year and then it broke out, similar to what's going on right now. And then taking a look at another really, really bullish story, looking at on-chain data. So guys, welcome to the video. I appreciate you guys. Click that little like and subscribe button if you like this kind of content. I try to give you the best content in the shortest amount of time frame because I know everyone is busy and you have better things to do than watch my face. So the first quick story, before I dive into what do I think is going to happen with the price of Bitcoin? We're seeing Michael Saylor say that China's crypto ban is largely irrelevant. He said that he was an early shareholder of Google, Facebook, and Twitter. And he says if you sold all of those stocks, Google, Facebook, and Twitter in 2010 because China was going to ban it, you would have lost tons of money. And he also says something here which is important. He says if you aren't willing to hold Bitcoin for a decade, then they shouldn't hold it for 10 minutes. Yikes. That one stings for a lot of you guys, uh, for a lot of people. I'm not a trader, right? And it would be great to double your Bitcoin if you can time the top and, and buy the bottom, which I'll get to in a moment exactly what I think is going to happen. But I kind of believe him and I side with what he's saying. If you're not willing to hold it for a decade, don't buy it. So the next story, institutional investors bought the dip as China FUD broke. So institutional investors bought this dip. That's why it dropped to like 39,000 then up to 45. So we're seeing a lot of institutional buyers, which I'll get to in this story coming up, uh, talking about old coins and new coins and all that. Next, take a look at a story from yesterday. Jerome Powell says inflation is going to last longer than expected. Yeah, this is what I think is going to happen. So why the price of Bitcoin and the entire crypto market and the equities went down is because the bond yields went up. Dow dropped 570 points. NASDAQ tanks 2.8%. So right now, cryptos are very, very heavily tied to the equities. If someone gets liquidated in the stock market, they're going to go to the most liquid marketplace, which is the crypto market. The crypto market is open 24-7. So right now, I'm going to read the latest update that came out today from the Crypto Vigilante. They have some great traders. And if somebody works at the Crypto Vigilante and is like, hey, dude, don't do this because it's a paid newsletter, I won't do this in the future. So just let me know. So it reads with US bond yields rising and equities taking a big hit to the downside, which I just covered right here. It comes as no surprise that the crypto markets are under some selling pressure as well, given their risk on classification. However, We've yet to see new lows in Bitcoin, and the technicals are still fairly supportive of the bulls in this $40,000 region from a longer-term perspective. So we'll continue to be invested in this area for the still-anticipated year-end rally. So they think there is still going to be this year-end rally. Having said that, if the $40,000 level itself is broken with conviction this week, 
then we'll need to wait for the thirty-seven dollars to $39,000 area before trying to catch the bottom of this correction again. So patience is currently a virtue. So these guys are more focused on technical analysis, trading. Now, they, the crypto vigilante, they are still thinking that Bitcoin's going to have a big rally in Q4. A lot of these other guys doing uh, TA, technical analysis, they're just like, oh, it's going to dump, it's going to dump. And that brings me to two final tweets I want to talk about. The first one from Alpha Zeta. One year ago, last September, Bitcoin price was moving sideways between $10,000 and $12,000 since July. So last year, from July to September, the price was kind of range bound between 10 and 12, kind of like where we are right now between say like 38 to 45. Sentiment was very similar to today. And then it changed very quickly. Hodling is not for the impatient. And really, if you take out the COVID dip, which quickly rebounded, I mean, it was around 10 to $12,000 even in March, February, March of 2020. So we saw about 10 months, the price of Bitcoin was in this very, very tight range of maybe ten dollars to $12,000. And then obviously, we saw what happened in the Q4 of last year, right? Bitcoin hit, what was it, like $25,000 at the end of the year? It went up a ton. It over doubled. So will we repeat that? I don't know. But this is certainly something to take note. And finishing off, with this Twitter thread. So red Bitcoin candles got you down? Well, sorta. <laughs> Which side would you rather be on? The smart money long-term thinkers or the reply guy who bought the top and is predicting doom candles? Dude, screw the reply guys. If you're on Twitter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the guys who are on every single thread saying like, Bitcoin's going to 10 grand. Or they're saying, hey, look at my squiggly lines that I drew, down arrow. It's like, dude, shut up, go away. The downtrend in young coins means by definition an uptrend in old coins. So young coins are leaving, old coins are in an uptrend. Bitcoin accumulation continues. He goes on to say, we can see that the buyers from the 2020 to 2021 remains hodlers. These coins have not moved. Even after Bitcoin FUD bath of doom, 50% sell-off, mining FUD, Elon FUD, China Tether FUD, rally from 29 to 52, more China FUD, 25% sell-off, they still didn't sell. So I'm not going to go through this entire chart. You can check it out yourself. I will retweet this just so you can see it on my Twitter so if you want to read this for yourself. He goes on to say, but everyone is selling, man. Bitcoin chart looks like an ass. Yes, it does. But for those who have seen this before, fear and panic selling by noobs who bought the top is what creates the slingshot momentum back to the upside. Keep filling my bids, Mr. Permabear reply guy. Yep, it's kind of how I feel as well. So, so new accumulators coming in, people are getting shaken out. People who bought the top are selling, they're freaking out. The long-term hodlers are are filling their bags. That's basically what's happening now. So, guys, what is going to happen and what should you do? Well, you know, do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm telling you what I'm doing right now. Uh, I'm buying more, doing nothing. I'm staking with Celsius Network. Uh, have someone Voyager staking all over the place, earning weekly, monthly yields, and I'm just kind of hanging out. Personally, I don't really have that much more that I want to invest in the crypto markets. If this thing goes down, I'm going down with you. Like I've said, I have about I don't know, 80, 90% of my net worth in crypto. Call me stupid, but whatever. So that is what I'm doing. I'm waiting. I'm expecting the price to go up. Uh, now, short term, if, if it doesn't go our way, long term, it will. And that's the part that I agree with Michael Saylor which is pretty extreme. It's like, if you're not going to hold Bitcoin for 10 years, 
you shouldn't hold it at all. That's extreme. I would say if you're not going to hold Bitcoin for four years, you shouldn't hold it at all. Meaning, you know, in the next one to two years, we really don't quite know what's going to happen. In the next four to five to six years, absolutely. Now, how old am I? Uh, 34. So I'll be 40 in six years. I mean, I'm still a young dude. I don't know how old you guys are. I mean, if you're, if you're 90 and you're waiting for the next bull market, I mean, maybe you want to sell now. Totally up to you. But, you know, if you're 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s or 70s, and you realize this is a long-term investment and you realize like the entire world is changing and we're taking part of it, then short term, yeah, it may suck to see your portfolio go down 50, 70%. I'm not saying it will, but it would suck if it did. But long term, we know where things are going, guys. So that's what I want to finish the video on. Thanks for sticking with me, guys. You guys are awesome. I appreciate your comments and all the support over the years. I am in this with you. I am, you know, building my wealth and building my just future with you guys. So you guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, that's it. If you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Click that little button. And until uh, next time, talk with you soon. And bye for now.